Hello listeners, Andy Heiss here with a quick message from one of our sponsors. Are you a student looking to sell your art? Look no further than artbystudents.com. Their platform is specifically designed to help students showcase and sell their work to a wider audience. With artbystudents.com, you can easily create a profile, upload your art, and start selling in no time. Plus, their simple and secure payment system makes it easy for buyers to purchase your work. So check out artbystudents.com today to get started. That's artbystudents.com. Welcome to the Arts Entrepreneurship Podcast, making art work. We highlight how entrepreneurs align their artistry, passion, and vision to create and pursue opportunities to capture value in the arts. The views expressed by guests on the Arts Entrepreneurship Podcast are solely their own and do not necessarily represent the views of the podcast or its hosts. The appearance of a guest on the podcast, the venture they represent, or reference to any product or service does not imply an endorsement or recommendation by the podcast or its hosts. The content provided is for entertainment and informational purposes only and does not constitute business advice. Here are your hosts, Andy Heiss and Nick Petrella. Hi, Arts Entrepreneurship Podcast listeners. My name is Andy Heiss. And I'm Nick Petrella. Dominic Kuhn is with us on the podcast today. While this Zurich native was finishing his MBA at Baylor University, he met several art students and soon recognized the need for a platform to help them sell their art. So he launched ArtbyStudents.com, an online marketplace that allows art students to exhibit and sell their artwork. We'll have more information about the platform in the show notes so you can learn more about it and the students who are currently using it to sell their artwork. Thanks for being here, Dominic. Thank you for having me. Let's begin by having you tell us more about yourself and how much visual art or fine art experience you had prior to starting Art by Students. Yeah, my name is Dominic Kuhn. I'm uh, born and raised in Switzerland. I came to the U.S. for uh, my master's degree at Baylor University. And I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. So my parents um, started a business almost 50 years ago, a swim school for kids and adults. They both were swimmers, but luckily they never forced me to swim laps because <laughs> I'm definitely more the hot tub guy than uh, than the one that competes. Mm-hmm. And so I grew up in a family business and I was involved uh, from the beginning to help and put on, for example, stamps on letters for customers. And now we're still, uh, me and my brother are still included in the whole process of the swim school and we know a lot about it. Maybe we will take it over one day, but that's still in the in the stars. And to answer your question, to be honest, before I started the art by students, I didn't have so much experience or knowledge about visual art or art in general. I just really enjoyed going to the museums and like experience that talent. So you were a consumer of art. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so can you tell us a little bit more about artbystudents.com um, and, and what, so what is your business model? How does it work? So Art by Students is an online marketplace for art students, but also for students in general that like to produce or create art. And all the students can sign up 
and create a profile with their picture, their university, and also their biography where they can write about what inspires them and then upload their artwork and sell it. So the business model of Art by Students is the students can sign up almost for free. So there is a $10 sign-up fee, but it's more like to not have a lot of dead profiles on the platform. Right. And then the only cost that occurs is only when they actually sell something. So there is a commission-based model of 25% for Art by Students and 75% for the students. So our goal is to actually give most of it to the students back because they are creating the work and we are just here to help um, sell their talent or their art. That's great. How long has it been in existence? So uh, the idea came up after I graduated or during the end of my uh, master's degree. And then I officially started ARPA students in March, 2022. Ah. Mm. Yeah. So almost like three quarter of a year mm-hmm. yeah. so far. So in, in researching for the interview, I noticed there are a few similar sites in that space. What makes your platform different? I mean, there are definitely other marketplaces too, like Etsy and eBay. But I really like specialize on the kind of the niche market of students and to give them a platform. So if they would sign up on Etsy, it's just there are so many products and a lot of art students or students in general um, face the problem that they are not visible or no one really knows them. And since I'm really focused on the students, I give them a platform where it's easier to market themselves and give them actually the, the recognition or the, the showcase that they like to have or need. Mm. And how do, you, how do you define a student and how do you verify that or is there a verification process or anything? Um, Right now, there is not a verification process, but they have to add their university, which they attend. Mm -hmm. So there is not like, okay, um, check the email address with a .edu right now. Right. Um, But that's kind of something for later in the process. But since they have to add the university in their biography, it makes it much easier to uh, like kind of focus on that too. Sure, sure. So... It's funny because I was I was going to ask a similar question later on about is there a vetting process for a student to open up a store in the platform or can any mm-hmm. student display their work and then do they have to be actual students, right? Or mm-hmm. can Andy or I, because I have a .edu email <laughs> address and yeah. I, you know, if I sell my wine cork art, you know. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I mean... Our focus is actually only on students, so I'm sorry that you're not allowed okay. to sell your art. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, but it doesn't matter if it's an art student or a business student, because it can also be a business student that has a mm. talent to create art in, in his free time. And we want to give like every student that is kind of like an emerging artist to give them a platform to show their work and also try to help them sell their work. And... I also realized, or like at the beginning, the idea was just to have college or university students on it. But I didn't realize that a lot of high schools also have art departments or art courses, yeah. which was not like in Switzerland, like high schools, they just have the regular courses. So right. I didn't uh... even knew about it. And so I tried to open the platform also for high school students because they are definitely in the same category as like emerging artists. Mm-hmm. 
So as with any new business, you have to go out and get your domain name. And I will say that I was shocked that you were able to get artbystudents.com. It just seems like that would have been bought up and held on to by someone. Did Was it available when you looked for it or did you have to uh, acquire it in some way? It was actually available. It I, I was mean, honestly, lot. I was shocked too. <laughs> uh, I had uh, I wrote down a list of names for yeah. the company. You were prepared like, to not get artbystudents.com. Yeah. yeah, and then I looked them up, all the domains, and I saw artbystudents.com is still available. And I was like, man, this is the jackpot um, yeah. in my eyes because it fits so well to the idea. And uh, but honestly, I was also really surprised <laughs> that it was still available. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what the first thing I tell students to do is like is to go out and buy because I was given that advice when I was a freshman in college. There was a, a guest speaker in my class who came in and said, "You all own your own domains, right?" Uh, and I was like, "No, I don't even know how to do that." <laughs> and so they walked us through how to do it, and um, I went home after after class and bought my name dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I've had it ever since. I just sit on it. Yeah, my and, parents did kind of the same when me and my brother were born. Uh, they both bought the domain dominickuhn.ch yeah. for Switzerland. And all, I think they've learned that also because the domain of our swim school is swimlessons.ch or oh like a, just in, in German. Yeah. If it's um, early enough, that makes sense. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, I was yeah. surprised even for our uh, podcast, we got that. Yeah. Arts Entrepreneurship Podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. Domains are it's a weird, it's kind of a wild, wild industry. Yeah, uh, yeah. we did the same for my son. We we bought his domain name. <laughs> that's born. great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> wow. So Dominic, since since you're just starting out and your business is unfolding in real time, can you describe the process from inception to now and any unexpected hurdles or opportunities you've experienced? Mm-hmm. So. The idea actually, so I met a lot of art students at Baylor um, and that was more a coincidence because they were, they didn't know each other as well. So I just met them on campus randomly. And then out of curiosity, I asked them, I mean, what are you doing the whole day in your classes? I know what I'm doing. I'm going to a business class, then I go to a finance class, but what do art majors do the whole day? And so they kind of took me with them and showed me all their artwork. And then my first question, and first I was really surprised how much talent there is. Um, Mm. And then I asked them, I mean, what are you doing with all that artwork? Do you have to leave it in school or can, can you take it home? And they were like, I mean, after they get graded, we can take them home and then we would like to sell it, but we don't know how Mm. or no one knows it, knows us. And so after the second person told me that, I was like, man, there there needs to be something that I can do as an entrepreneurship major. And so I kind of started um, with a design tool, like doing a website and doing some research about like other marketplaces. And then I went back to some art students that I met that I kind of like told me that and showed them, hey, this is the idea. What do you think? Or what should be on the platform to help you make more money or just like present yourself better. And that's, for example, also where it came up that a lot of those art students told me they have requests on Instagram for commission work and they put it on Instagram. Like I'm not open for commission work, but it would be great to have something like that on their profile as well. 
So after they told me that, I built um, a checkbox where they can add open or close for commission work. So it shows like right under mm-hmm. their name, which makes it easier for them. Um, and just a lot of talks with them. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to include all their wishes because uh, as an entrepreneur, you still have to see like what kind of resources do you have. And I was not able to program everything by myself. So I had to get external help, which was a little costly. So that's why I kind of had to see what kind of um, programming I really want or I really need in my first step. And after I went online, I got like the first signups from especially Baylor students, that people that I knew and helped me. And then I just started uh, reaching out to schools, driving up to schools, um, putting up flyers and just DMing a lot of art students on uh, Instagram. Yeah, cold calling. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and how has the response been? Um, it is like I've realized that our professor don't answer to emails, <laughs> 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 unfortunately. Um, and for the art because, professors listening, right, it could just be his, a statistical quirk. <laughs> I just, uh, I mean, I've sent out a lot of emails. I know like a lot of professors get a lot of emails, but I wish that at least some people would have responded. I think I got like one response out of like, I don't know, 50 or Mm. 60 emails. Yeah. And that was a little devastating. But as soon as I showed up on campus and just walked in the art building and like started talking with them, they were kind of like more open-minded. I could like start a discussion and they were also helpful like some of them even invited me to class and say like you can present right in front of class right now if you want to and i've realized that if you show up personally and i can actually present it then people have a face to the platform it's more trustable and then there are actually signups yeah yeah but dming on instagram it's it's hard um because there was also a lot of uh, spam going on Uh with um, like asking for commission work too and then kind of like the mobile checks and then they say Mm -hmm. send fake links and to get uh, bank details and stuff so art students are more hesitant on instagram sure i see which which i understand with all all the spam is going on but um it's it needs a lot of uh, work from my side to to answer questions to um Hmm. Yeah, but to keep it, that rolling. it ups the engagement and it's it's more difficult to tell someone no when they're standing yeah. in front of you and it, it's just it becomes more legit than you can pull it up there whether you have a tablet with you that you can show them or or a computer yeah okay. exactly i mean i think the biggest um thing that i saw is like the difference of how the art professors react some of them shut me down immediately and say like you just want to make money out of us because you're a business major, an entrepreneurship major, and you don't understand what we do here. And some of them are like, yeah, we really need something like that and come to the class and present it. Well, it's almost like an interim between, you know, a step before a a gallery, wouldn't Mm -hmm. it? Yeah. And maybe it's two steps before. I don't don't know. I'm not in the art world per se, but yeah. There's a niche. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like the the goal of the platform to um, give or help them do the first steps and create or give them a platform where they can show their art to the world and maybe make some money already, but also prepare them to when they graduate that they 
already know a little bit how to create something, to showcase, to put their name out. And that's kind of like the goal of the platform. Yeah. And pricing, right? Yeah. Get a price history. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think a lot of um, students uh, face that problem so they don't know how to price it. Um, I've realized that through also talks with them and I try to add the longer or like the more time we use to get more uh, experience to add like educational stuff as well, like how to price it with like an, so I'm creating right now an Excel sheet where they kind of like can see, okay, this is the size. This is the materials that I kind of use. This is how much it should be. Um, but it just, like I try to equip the art students with whatever thing, whatever they need to be successful when they get out of college or university. Mm, yeah, yeah. That, that your your experience with like the, like you said the the two different uh, responses from from art faculty. I think I think that's pretty. I think it's not surprising to me, um, and it's also not surprising that they're more responsive to in person interactions. You know, because to your point, it's just another email from someone who. Uh, <laughs> another email from a capitalist who thinks they can make money off of us artists, right? Um, but then the relationship piece of it, and when they realize, oh, you're just, you know, you're a former student who also is just trying to help uh, other students. Um, I've got these skills. I think they might be helpful for t- for you to have as well mm-hmm. or for me to share with you, and this is my way of doing that, yeah. right? Um, it's it's just a different framing of, of how, how we talk about yeah. each side of it. It's part of the ecosystem, right? Yeah. You you it's you don't live in a in a vacuum. Yeah. So. So I teach I teach students in business school, and then I also teach uh, students mm-hmm. in the arts, visual and performing artists. Um, and I find that artists they they approach the notion of starting a business, what it means to start a business, very differently. Um, and so, kind of like we've been talking about, uh, an artist's approach is more about finding a market for the work that they create, whereas a business approach might be more like, where is the market and what do they need, and then I'll just provide that for them. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's the, that's the more opportunistic sort of side of it. Um, and so that's, it sounds like that's been your experience as well, working with both artists and, um, art faculty. Um, yeah, absolutely. And so it sounds like you, your approach to this has been, look, there's these people that need help and I can design something that can help them. So more of that opportunistic approach. I mean, I think it's just like, I through all those conversations and showing up, I've seen like how people see it differently. Like we just in the business school, we learn, or like, especially if you study entrepreneurship, you learn like to just do it. And like, if you see something, do it. And with the artists, I just realized they don't have, or a lot of those, they kind of like miss the, the business mindset. Um, which I think is great that your school is offering those art classes, art and entrepreneurship classes, but still a lot of universities don't have that. So for example, Baylor just starts this semester the first time with like an entrepreneurship class for art students. And when you see the numbers that are, there are almost 250,000 art students in the US and only 10% of them can make a living after they graduate. And I just think that's 
that's one of the best ways to kind of like start their business mindset mindset to if they join an entrepreneurship class. For, for sure, the idea of arts entrepreneurship is really taking off because we can see, you said Baylor's offering courses. There are minors and degrees populating at the time of this this recording. And that's part of what we're doing with the podcast, creating mm-hmm. awareness. You know, artists, musicians, they wanna, they're in a practice room. They're in a studio, right? That's where mm-hmm. they're spending their time. They're not looking at... Excel spreadsheets. They're not thinking of cost of goods sold. They're focusing mm. on their art. So how can you yeah. give them that information and help them while not detracting from the, you know, the 10,000 hours they need to put in to hone their craft? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. Visit artsentrepreneurshippodcast.com to learn more about our guest and how you can help support artists, the arts, and this podcast. Mm-hmm.